Welcome to the Impact Play. Impacting more than just gaming. Our focus is simply to make a positive impact that branches out beyond just the gaming space and to bring positivity into a much clearer perspective. Be part of the live show Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv backslash the Impact Play or later on YouTube or even on your favorite podcast platform such as Apple Podcast, Overcast, Google Podcast, Pandora, and so much more. Just simply type in the Impact Play. Moving forward, we are diversifying the show and putting the spotlight on people of color, video game developers, content creators, and overall, people of impact. If you know someone that you believe would be a perfect fit to make a guest appearance on the show, reach out to us on social or even by sending us an email to contact at theimpactplay.com. We want to know your feedback, your thoughts, and even any questions that you may have by sending us reader mail on our Discord server, by leaving us a voice note over at anchor.fm backslash the impact play, or even by sending us an email to reader mail at theimpactplay.com. I am your show host, Itsyaku, and this is episode 60. On the agenda, we will be discussing everything that was announced during Nintendo's latest Direct, NVIDIA's GeForce RTX 30 series reveal, Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment is no longer for sale, the Epic vs. Apple clash continues, and so much more. Hope everyone's doing great, hope everyone's having an amazing weekend, and we will begin shortly. Alright, let's make sure everything is in order. Okay, we are. We're good to go. Now, let's move on to what do we have been playing. I've been playing uh, more of Destiny 2 lately. I've been focusing on PvP, but the specific mode I've been focusing on is Free For All, or Destiny's term... What was this? What is Destiny's term? But uh, regardless of the fact, you can watch my latest YouTube video. Just search up Itsyagu on YouTube, I-T-S-Y-A-G-O-O-H. And you could tell as soon as I started playing, I did not know what I was doing. I haven't been playing PvP, uh, PvP, any type of FPS for a while now. So my skills kind of went down. So what I started doing is playing a lot of PvP and, so, and slowly focusing on the one mode that I enjoy no matter what game it is. Little by little, I started improving throughout the stream even. So that is the best way. Practice will definitely increase your skills, no matter what it is you're trying to improve on. So just keep doing it repetitively, and you will get better in no time. Uh, if you've been watching me on stream at twitch.tv backslash you'll know that I've been also playing Tell Me Why. I completed chapter one, and I'm getting close to actually finishing finishing up chapter two. It is one of the many games that you can play on Xbox Game Pass. It, game Pass is definitely the best deal in gaming, whether you're playing on PC, on X, on Xbox console, or soon on Project X Cloud on Android phones. So if you have Game Pass Ultimate, you have access to all three, and you can simply sign up for as little as a dollar. So you can go over to my channel and just click on the Game Pass image down below and you, you can simply sign up. You no commitment, just play as little as a dollar. And after that, you can simply cancel it if you're not enjoying it or you're not getting your money's worth. And I've also been playing a lot of Call of Duty Mobile. And it's just like a great game to play on the go. So 
what I tried experimenting throughout my stream is trying to find a way to integrate that into my stream, into, into more of my content. And I'm close to finding a solution. And once I do, I'll let you guys know on social, let you guys know on Discord that I'm ready for mobile streaming. And Call of Duty Mobile is definitely uh, my focus, one of the very first uh, mobile games I will be focusing on stream. And what I'm looking forward to actually is Wasteland 3, and it's one of the new titles that have arrived that has arrived on Game Pass. Okay, uh, now let's go on to the new segment. Uh, Nintendo, Nintendo, that's not it. Okay, everything announced in Nintendo Super Mario's Bro 35th Anniversary Direct is coming from Eurogamer. Nintendo has at last lifted the lid on its celebration for Super Mario's 35th anniversary via a Nintendo Direct broadcast stuffed full of Mario games, old and new. Headlining the announcements was the re-release of Mario's three 3D platforming classics, Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and even Super Mario Galaxy. The Super Mario's 3D All-Stars collection will arrive on September 18th, but will be removed from sale at the end of next March, and it's going to be a limited sale. Speaking of Mario collections, the original Super Mario's All-Star Pack, released back on the SNES, is now available to play via Nintendo Switch Online. Online subscribers will find it in their catalog today, allowing them to once again play Super Mario Bros., Super Mario Bros. The Lost Levels, Super Mario Bros. 2, and even Super Mario Bros. 3. A deluxe version of Wii U platformer Super Mario 3D World was also revealed. This was another announcement which leaked ahead of time, officially titled Super Mario 3D World and Browser's Fury. The game is a little further away from release. It will arrive on the Switch on February 12th of next year. Uh, okay, on to the surprises, beginning with a competitive multiplayer version of Super Mario Bros. Inspired by Tetris 99. This is Super Mario Bros. 35, where you play against 35 other players to become the latest, the last plumber standing. It arrives on October 1st and will be playable until the 31st of March 2021. Okay, I wonder fully inventive augmented reality version of Mario Kart was also revealed. Mario Kart Live Home Circuit lets you... Drive real Mario Kart toys around your living room via virtual tracks. Excuse me. Which duck through and around your furniture. Either a Mario and Luigi toy will ship alongside copies on October 16th. Mario Kart Tour, the gacha filled smartphone version of the series, will meanwhile host an in game anniversary event from 9th to the 23rd of September, featuring SNES Mario Kart version of Mario and Donkey Kong. It wasn't just Mario Software, a Dicky Game & Watch Super Mario Bros. handheld was revealed for launch on November 13th, nearly fitting into this year's stocking filler, despite previously taken up by NES and SNES mini consoles. This game, this, I'm sorry, this device will let you play the original Super Mario Bros. game and will act as an alarm clock amongst other things. Many other Nintendo games will also get on the celebration. Super Mario Bros. Ultimate will host an online tournament with classic Mario characters and items in November and December. Super Mario Maker 2 will get an anniversary-themed Ninja speedrun course in November. And Splatoon 2 will host a Super Mario-themed Splatfest in January 21. 
Perhaps the most exciting thing is the new Horizons will be able to add Super Mario themed furniture to their islands, but that won't arrive until March 2021. And then you also got physical goodies on Nintendo's UK, UK store and from the Mind Nintendo store. Uh, Nintendo Direct also included a roundup of the various Mario toys and merchandise already launched this summer. Uh, such as the enormous range of Lego Mario sets, the Le Lego NES console, Super Mario Monopoly, and more. Wow, that was a, l <laughs> a long article. We got that out of the way. We got that out of the way. Actually, um, I actually might get that watch too. It's going to be available on a limited production for forty nine ninety nine. Uh, let me see if you can pre-order this thing or no. The design is based on the original control pad from from nineteen eighty, and like the original Game and Watch device, it also functions as a digital clock, which includes thirty five little touches and Easter eggs to celebrate the milestone anniversary. Okay, it doesn't say anything else. Uh, let's see, what's this? Nope. We have a good amount of stuff to talk about. Oh, one more thing. That actually wasn't announced during the Direct, but you could, you could get a free Super Mario Brothers pin set by completing these Nintendo missions. And this is coming from GameSpot. If all of the announcements in Nintendo's surprise Direct celebrating Mario's 35th anniversary hasn't satisfied you enough, Nintendo is letting you complete numerous challenges for the chance to get a limited edition set of enamel Mario pins for free. If you live in a supported region currently only the US and Canada, the new Super Mario Bros. collectible pin set features one version of the mascot plumber from his most recognizable adventures that includes a pin from Super Mario Bros. 1, 2, and 3, as well as Super Mario World and Super Mario 64. To get the set for free, you have to complete five of the available six missions on offer. Many are the ones you can complete today, such as taking a quiz on Mario's history or downloading your own This Is Mario image from the rewards website. Another requires you to take part in the upcoming Super Mario Kart Tour event that begins this September 8th. Here's every mission available. Uh, visit the official web, uh, Super Mario website, take the Super Mario quiz, download your This Is Your Mario image, try the, the Super Mario Music Maker, race the Super Mario Kart Tour event, and purchase the Super Mario 3D All-Stars. And then, as the wording on the website suggests, you won't need to complete all six. However, you must purchase Super Mario 3D All-Stars to be eligible at all, which releases on September 18th. Once complete, you'll be able to order your pin set. Just complete the ones available today. Buy the digital version of the game and you're good to go. If you buy the physical version, you'll just need to claim your My Nintendo points when you have it in your Switch. Uh... Yeah, we did. We announced everything else. So we're going on Mario. And then what else do we got? Minecraft Live announced for October 3rd will feature a huge announcement. This is coming from Windows Central. Uh, da, da, da. Okay. After the postponement of the amb ambitious Minecraft Festival, players and fans wondered where Mojang Studios' big yearly announcements and featured roadmap for Minecraft would, would come from. We don't have to worry anymore, as Nintendo's live 
is happening, and it's happening on October 3rd. Minecraft Live will be an online-only event that players and fans can tune in to learn more about what's planned for Mojang Studios' expanded portfolio of Minecraft branded entertainment. The event will include information on future episodes, which may include the mountain update, a huge Minecraft-related announcements, a vote on what the next mob in uh, Minecraft should be, as well as other Minecraft-related news. If you're interested, you can bookmark the official Minecraft website for future updates as we get closer to the event. And that's about it on Minecraft. What else do we got here? Square Enix pushes out savability patch for Marvel's Avengers on PC. And this is coming from GamesRadar. We are aware of a number of issues that are causing problems for some of our players. Square Enix says it is aware of a number of other issues that are causing problems for some of our players at Marvel's Avengers and has issued a new PC patch to address some of those concerns. We have just revealed our first patch for Marvel's Avengers build 12.9, wrote Square Enix on Marvel's Avengers Steam page. This patch is primarily focused on stability, based on the data we have collected after early access started a few days ago. The patch includes a workaround for NVIDIA 10 series driver problems that was causing crashes and, and enables Steam Cloud to allow you to easily synchronize your saved games be between multiple PCs. It also addresses in which some players to be unable to throw rocks as Hulk or to shoot as Iron Man and fixes a device hunch crash some users experience in the sewers. We are aware of a number of other issues that are causing problems for some of our players, and teams are hard at work addressing those. But for now, we want to make sure that we get the disability improvements that have already been identified to all of you. The post includes, please keep your feedback coming, and we'll be releasing further patches and fixes are around. Okay. <clears throat> Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment is no longer for sale. This is a report that's coming from GamesIndustry.biz. Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment is off the auction block, according to Bloomberg. The outlet is citing people familiar with the situation for the news that AT&T has removed its video game division from its list of non-core assets up for sale. Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment published a number of significant gaming properties, including... Mm, including Mortal Kombat, the Batman Arkham franchise, and numerous LEGO brand crossovers like, Nintendo, like LEGO Star Wars. The first reports the AT&T would consider selling its gaming operation service in June with a potential price tag of $4 billion. In Take-Two, EA and even Activision Blizzard floated as potential buyers. Microsoft would later be reported to show interest as well. As for why AT&T is no longer entertaining a sale, the company felt WBIE held too much growth potential to part with. Other factors mentioned including optimism about the prospects of uh, its next Harry Potter game, the boost the, the gaming industry has been late of the COVID-19 pandemic, and a July change in management that saw AT&T COO John Stanley take over as a CEO, which is great because it had such amazing uh, developers under their wing, or studios I should say. So once they saw that they're going to be losing a good amount of studios, they finally decided, wait, this is too, uh, too much of a great thing to let go. And it's better for us as gamers as a whole.
Okay, let's go to the next uh, story. CD Projekt Red confirms the next generation version of The Witcher 3. Uh, CD Projekt Red is working on a version of The Witcher 3 for the next generation of console hardware. And it will be free for those who already own the game. And this is coming another uh, article coming from GamesIndustry.biz. The Polish publisher confirmed today that a new edition of its Blockbuster RPG will be available for PC, Xbox Series X, and even the PlayStation 5. It is being designed to incorporate a range of visual and technology technical improvements that have arrived since The Witcher 3. Wild Hunt first launched in May of 2015. Uh, it will be the clean edition of the game which includes expansion packs and all additional content and from release date was offered and while CD Projekt Red they confirmed that it will be sold as a standalone project. The improvements will also be available as a free update to those who already own the game. Uh, and just like um, numbers and and the like, so we don't need to continue reading that article. PAX Online is coming in less than seven days and is coming via a PAX Online. Give me a second. Let me pull up the article for you guys. Okay, here we go. It's coming from PAX, the PAX Online's official site. Okay, go back. Packs online and the showcase. No, it's not what I need. Okay, it's uh, going to be from September 12th to the 20th, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they're going to do live streams and in the showcase. They'll have merch available and an arena for a, com- for a competitive. We're not going to go into. Actually, let's see something real quick. Uh, okay, here it is. Uh, this is coming from, hold on, oh, this is an old article, that's what I'm looking for, uh, let's see, perfect, no, is that it, hmm, let's see, I'm guessing this one. Okay, this is coming from DualShockers.com. In lieu of its traditional events, PAX Online is bringing its convention experience at home. You can now look at the full schedule, available now. Uh, we're not going to go into the schedule because it's available on the, PAC, on the official PAX website. But yeah, that's essentially what's going on. And we'll definitely discuss the highlights once uh, for our weekly show. Okay, here we go. The first major patch for Wasteland 3 is coming to PC today. Consoles, next week. This is coming from Windows Central. Okay, Wasteland 3 released to rave reviews on August 28th, but some significant bugs and performance issues have kept players from really loving their adventure in post-apocalyptic Colorado. Luckily, some bug fixes are on the way via Enzil? Entertainment first major patch for the game. Patch 1.1.0 is expected to be available to PC players via Steam and GOG today and will be coming to Xbox One and PS4 by the middle of next week. This release follows a previous hotfix that announces improved the game's performance on consoles. The biggest prioritized 
the developer, I'm sorry, the developers prioritized the biggest blocking issue that players have reported. Though they promised that fixes for plenty of other platforms will be re- releasing in the next few weeks, while the patch notes will be available, will provide a more in-depth description of the bugs being squashed. And here is a list of some of those issues being fixed. Intro movie not playing for the host in co-op or one player being stuck watching the cinematic. Load screen stalling at 33%. Progression block, blocked for players with themes, with systems set to some regions or languages. Syncing radio transmissions in co-op and preventing the Kodiak from desyncing after, re- after they're received. Blocking LA Perla quest. Fish lips encounter. Improved toughness for Polly and Cyborg Chickens. While you await for the patch, you can check out our list of wasted zone issues and bugs. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, we got that out of the way. Okay, the Tokyo Game Showcase 2020 schedule and Xbox Showcase kicks things off. This is coming from GameSpot. The event will feature Sega, Capcom, and, and even more over four days on live streaming content, according to the officially released show schedule. The Tokyo Games Show 2020 begins on September 24th. And much like other games industry events such as Gamescom, the event will take entirely online through video channels due to the current COVID-19 pandemic. The official schedule is now live, and while the first day is light on content, it does feature a 50-minute Long Xbox Tokyo Games Showcase at 5 p.m. Pacific. And in our term, it's we're like three hours ahead of them, so I believe it's 8 a.m., if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so please keep in mind that Microsoft, I believe they... Oh, here it is. Oh, no, no, no. I believe they said that they won't announce anything uh, next-gen related during this showcase. But... If I'm wrong, let me know on Discord. Let me know on social and what have you, and I'll and I'll correct myself for everybody watching later on. So, what I'm thinking is with this game, the Tokyo Game Showcase, it's in Japan, correct? And Phil Spencer had a trip to Japan a couple months ago, so I believe it has some sort of relation to what studio uh, that there's like rumors and uh, not uh, speculation that are going on the internet now. About they might have partnered with Sega or any other uh, Japan studio, or they've partnered with them on a game to bring onto the Xbox ecosystem. We'll know shortly, but that's what I believe is that um, that, uh, that that that's going to be announced during the showcase. And we'll see if I'm right or wrong. But that's what I believe that will happen. If it is, it's great. Because Xbox has definitely been struggling in Japan. Okay. Borderlands 2's Commander Lilith DLC is free on Epic. It's coming from PC Gamer. Uh, Commander Lilith and the Fight for Sanctuary was an expansion for Borderlands 2 released on June of 2019 as a way of hyping up the release of Borderlands 3. It boosted the level cap to 80, adding the option to start a new character at level 30 and skip the tutorial. Uh, Throw in a new tier of weapons and mainly just let you just hang out with your favorite characters again while shooting up a slightly different variety of bad dudes. It was free for its first month on Steam, and is now again on the Epic Game Store, which is nice, because it's the one DLC that isn't bundled with the 
mm. Borderlands Handsome Collection that they gave away for free in May. If you got until October 2nd to claim that now. Okay. We talked about Minecon, right? Yeah, we did. Okay, we have a couple more art just a couple more articles to go. Destiny 2's newest step class will, will work very differently. It's coming from Cool Taco. Bungie is radically reworking how belt customizations work in Destiny 2's upcoming stasis subclasses. We got the first look at these new stasis subclasses and all of their crystalline glory during Gamescon opening night. Now Bungie has put up a blog post that breaks down how they'll work more in detail. And it's a big shift for the now six-year-old series, players will still be able to mix and match from a handful of different grenade, melee, and super ability types. But in addition to new stasis subclasses, handful of different grenade, melee, and super ability types. But in addition, the new stasis subclasses will have a number or more complex modifiers for players to collect and upgrade as they play. One type of modifier is called an aspect, which Bungie says players will discover out in the world. They'll consist of abilities and effects, with players picking and choosing which to equip at any given time. Aspects that will have secondary modifiers called fragments, which are also discovered out in the world, and imbue aspects with additional perks and star bonuses, while aspects are specific to each subclass. Fragments can be used on any subclass. Uh, here's an example. A warlock finds a frost bliss aspect in the world and equips it. This aspect uh, augments the rift ability, which now freezes any enemies caught in the field. The frost pulse, the frost pulse aspect, also has a fragment slot available, allowing further customization. This warlock, uh, this warlock decides to slot in the whisper of rack refract refraction fragment that replenishes some of their class ability energy upon shattering enemies they have now set themselves up with a nice one-two punch and if played skillfully can use this combo correctly in addition these new customization options Bungie stresses that stasis subclasses are built around helping allies and controlling opponents rather than outright offensive power giving players robust options for playing support roles has always been a weak spot for Destiny 2, being the new freeze and shatter mechanics associated with the stasis power and the more granular options for creating custom builds that are coming alongside them. Uh, da, 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 da. That's essentially it. But yeah. Halo Infinite Funko Pops are up alive for pre-order. If you wanted to get into that, this is coming from Windows Central. Halo developer 343 Industries is partnered with Funko, partnering fans, bring, bringing fans some Halo Infinite themed Funko Pops. This includes a new Master Chief as well as two color variants of the new Mark 7 M G O L N I R armor that will be in Halo Infinite. The Funko Deco colored. 
Mark Seven M J O L N I R Funko Pops also come with an in-game unlock for Halo Infinite. It's unclear what this unlock is, but there's a good chance that it will allow players to use the same pattern and color scheme as their Funko variant. Okay, in addition to these three regular Funko Pops, there are also three store exclusive ones, a forest-themed Master Chief exclusive to Best Buy, an, an active camo Master Chief exclusive to Target, and a black and red colored Mark 7 MJLNIR exclu- uh, Funko exclusive to GameStop. And yeah. And now, give me a second. Okay. Fuser released a DJ game from the Rockman Studios coming in November. It's coming from Games Radar. Fuser, the next music game from Rockman developer Harmonix, finally has a release date. The official Fuser Twitter account dropped the news that you'll be able to start mixing songs for virtual festive crowds on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and the Nintendo Switch on November 10th. If you pick up a pre-order before then, you'll also get three bonus DLC songs to add to Fuser's base selection of over 100. Okay. And let's go on to NVIDIA's. Uh, RTX announcement. I'll go on to a little comparison, but I'll show, I'll share, uh, you can go to NVIDIA's URL, or, or I'll just share the, the URL that I'm looking at now in chat, so you guys can take a look. Okay, uh, you have the uh, RTX 3090, the 3080, and now the 3070. Uh, let me see. It should be like a brief summary of this. This one after. Give me a second. <laughs> okay, let me think. News. Oh, and gadget. Hold on, let's see. Yeah, I'm not going to read this whole thing. This one is like a brief summary. Uh, let's see. GameSpot. Oh, this works. <laughs> GameSpot's article is perfect. Okay, uh, NVIDIA has officially revealed its new line of GPU, which is under the new and pure architecture. Uh, the RTX 3090, 3080, and 3070 cards, the new 3000 series, is the second generation of RTX graphic cards that will run features like real-time ray tracing with much higher performance than current RTX cards. The RTX 3080 is set to launch on September 17th for $700. And the RTX 3070, I'm sorry, the RTX 3070 was also re- revealed with the release window in October and a price point of $500. The massive high-end card, the RTX 3090, is said to be capable of 8K resolution at 60 frames per second. The 3090 will launch on September 24th and pricing starts at a whopping $1,500. And there are, uh, all of them are not available for pre-order just yet. But NVIDIA's website does have a notify me button once they go up live for pre-order. I'm not going to go into the technical specs, but I'll do a brief summary. 
uh, you have the CUDA cores and the, and so the 3090, 3080, and 3070 in that order. I'm gonna compare like uh, a good amount of specs. So for the CUDA cores, you have 10,496 on the 3090, 8,704 on the 3080, and 5,888 on the 3070. For boost clocking, you have about 1.7 on all of them. Uh, the 3080, 1.71, and the 3070, 1.73. For memory, you have 24 gigs of GDDR6X. For the 3090, 10 gigabytes of the, um, GDDR6X for the 3080, you have HDMI 2.1 supports for all three. As for the power consumption, you have 350 watts, 320 and 220 respectively. You have for the recommended uh, uh, PSU, 750 watts for both the 3090 and the 3080, but you could use 650 watts for the 3070. Okay, dimensions, you have 12.3 by 5.4, three slots for the 90. You have 11.2 by 4.4, two slots for the for the 80, and you have 9.5 by 4.4, two slots for the 70. Uh, launch date, we talked about that. Price points, we talked about that. Let me see if we could find that thing that I heard about. And I, uh, it was personally of Gamertag Radio that did a sponsored co-stream of the event. So a big shout out to him, and a big shout out to Gamertag Radio. Because it was, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be doing this podcast, this show here here today. They were definitely one of my main inspirations for the show. And to give back to the community, to our community, to the gaming community. Uh, okay, here we go. Perfect. This is exactly what I was looking for. We also got a sneak peek of what performance of an Amphere based RTX card will perform compared to current generation cards. And the gains are shown to be significant. NVIDIA claims that the RTX 3080 generally performs twice as fast as the RTX 2080. Folks over at Digital Foundry did a hands on preview. Give me a second. Much better. Mm. Sorry about that, folks. Got a little dehydrated there with all these uh, news stories. Okay. Uh, the folks over at Digital Foundry did a hands-on preview testing relative performance and came away with around 70 to 90% performance increases depending on the game and situation. The more budget-friendly RTX 3070 is said is even said slightly outperformed the RTX 2080 Ti in about half the price too. The recently RTX 3090 is said to be 50% faster than the enthusiast tier Titan RTX card. Mm, excuse me. Okay, that's okay. The new RTX 30 series cards are built with a new cooling system with fans on both sides of the board. Pushing and pulling air in both directions independent, independently to better manage temperature. The video claims that these cards will run cooler and quieter than the RTX 20 series counterparts. As for the Founders Edition board design, here's a look at the new RTX 3080 video card itself. Uh, the Amphire architecture comes off the heels of the Turing based RTX 20 series, which first 
introduced real-time ray tracing and AI capabilities in graphics hardware. Those video cards featured multiple processing cores, RT core and Tensor core to manage the heavily workload and make things like high-performance ray tracing in games and DLS AI-based super sampling. And to end things off, we will be discussing Hacker... What's his name? Okay. We're fast approaching the 35th anniversary of Super Mario Brothers this month. And while the creator of this latest fan project hasn't confirmed whether or not this is a tribute to the plumber huge upcoming milestone, it's certainly fitting that it uses both bookends of Mario's legacies thus far. Twitter user R1CKP has has combined the game and that started it all super mario brothers with mario's latest big hit the lego super mario's figure the self-process uh hardware hacker has recoded the game to support the lego toy as a motion controller he tilts the figure left and right to make the on-screen mario move in its respective direction and quickly quickly lifts it to make mario jump in a follow-up tweet Rick says that he has even implemented more functionality that he showed in the footage. He can make Mario shoot fireballs by touching the figurine on a red tile and make descended down pipes by putting uh, Mario into the pipe that comes with the Lego Mario set. For the experienced tech speakers out there that I would love to try this out, you're in luck. Rick also says he plans to share the code soon. The... Da, 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 Okay, so let me go into his tweets and share them with you guys in chat. Let me share his Twitter profile. Okay, copy. So you guys can give him a follow and check him out there if you are interested. So twitter.com backslash R1CKP. Give him a follow and let us know we sent you there. Okay, he has uh, two videos up if you guys wanted to check it, check out with his Twitter profile as well. Okay. That's essentially it for the news stories, but let me check Twitter and my email, see if we have any last minute news stories while we're on the live show. Let's see. Okay, let's see if we have any radar mount respectively. Let's see. Oh yeah. Uh, what's that game? Fall Guys has a new skin that you could get and they partnered up with my friend Pedro where it's like a banana type skin. So that's a uh, uh, nice little thing, a nice little partnership. Mm, I guess we could talk about this. Qualifiers for Nintendo V's, Nintendo versus Splatoon 2 North American over September 2020 or Ink Session. Good luck to all participants, Squid and Octo Kids. And it's coming from Nintendo Wire. So it's an uh, open for North America and it's going to, it's going to be between September 6th through the 13th 
if you wanted to look into that, if you're interested. Let's see. Okay, we already talked about this. Okay, let's see. I think, yeah, I'm not seeing anything else. So let me check the score, see if we any if we have any Raider mail over there. Discord, back to play. Yeah, no Raider mail there. So we're gonna go ahead and end this live show here. If you wanna tune in later on, just be sure to hit that follow button on Twitch. We'll be doing a play session on our on the Impact Play Twitch channel. Uh, which game was I interested in? Hold on, let me think. See if I can remember. Wasteland three, Wasteland three, and there's another game. So whatever the case may be, I'll announce it on social. I'll announce it on Discord, and be sure to hit the notifications on so to to let you guys know when we'll uh, when we will be live with the live play on the on the Impact Plays Twitch channel. Okay. So thank you guys so much for making the Impact Play a part of your day. If Be sure to join our Discord and be a part of our ever-growing community. Where we are more than just a community. We are a family. You can be a part of the live show by leaving over a voice note at anchor.fm backslash Impact Play. That may even be featured on a future episode of the show. Leave us a review, even just a rating on your favorite platform. Have a great one. Until next time.